Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Yeah, you get the idea. Um, hi, uh, we're, we're back. Again. After oh, a bit of a hiatus. Hasn't, hasn't it been, Hannah? It's An been... unintentional one. Just spinning lots of plates. We had half term as well, so... Yeah, this has that been the first a... podcast in in about bloody about a month now. Yeah. Mm. Hi, thanks for joining us. Just sipping my tea. I'm Hope you're all doing well. I'm on the old. Uh, what's got it some called? tea chat for us. I don't got, you? I've got some tea chat. I'm about yeah. to I'm about to make a video where I test all the different teas <laughs> because I opened a bit of a Pandora's box with with a tea Instagram uh, thing I did the other day where I just said, by the way, I've just discovered Yorkshire. What's it called? Yorkshire tea? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, Yorkshire tea. So good. Um, and then I just I just asked people what their favourite tea was, and oh my god, I still haven't tried your Yorkshire tea. Torrent of DMs. It is uh, about all different types of tea. So I've, I I went to Waitrose and I bought all the teas. It's very British of you. And now I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do a blind taste test. Oh, can I please be there for that? Do you want to do it with me? No, I don't want to do it. I just oh. want to watch you. <laughs> you want to watch your 42 year old husband just sip tea? Yeah. Right, whatever you're into. I want to see you do a taste test. I want to see if you get it right. Yeah. Because I don't know how much I just buy into the branding of stuff and I just convince myself that it's nice tea when I just think, oh, you know what I mean? I, don't, I always I don't feel like myself. that about clothes, though, because I'm like, if I see something in like a crap shop and if I saw the same thing in like a shop that I really liked and it had like a zero on the end, I'd be like, wow, that's so nice. I, I really want that. that. And I'm like, I really think that's a thing. It's it's the same it's way. It's a psychological you, thing, isn't it? If you walk past the charity shop or something and you see, say, maybe like a jug in the window and it's this garish kind of jug and you think oh god that's disgusting but stick that in anthropology yeah for like another, 50 quid put another zero <laughs> on the end you're like oh what a lovely jug yeah i do think it's a thing honestly. it is a thing there's there's a book by rory ah oh, what's it called now uh, rory um sutherland i think his name is um he, he wrote this book on, book on marketing which i wish i could remember the name of it now i put it in the show notes uh, and fascinating book all about just that but like I said, we talked about this before, didn't I? I said, imagine if you said to Grayson, make me a cocktail. Off you go. And he basically just poured a bit of vodka, a bit of uh, Worcestershire sauce, a bit of Tabasco sauce, some some tomato juice into a glass. Mm. And then you tasted it. You'd, you'd gag. But I, I buy them all the time. Bloody Marys. I always drink them. And I think, well, this is nice, but it's not. It's disgusting. But part of my brain is but like, But you feel all nice. suave when you're drinking yeah. it. That's, why you're, that's what you're buying into. The exactly. lifestyle. But I don't. I mean, if like I said, if Grayson handed me that, said, "Here you go, try this, Dad." I would be physically sick over him. But because because it's like something you're supposed to have, or it's a thing, I'm like, "Oh, it's a thing. It's really nice." It just goes yeah. to show how stupid we are. And we go through these phases of mm. things being cool and like in fashion, and then like the week after, they're just not anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's why I always try to dress as neutrally as I can now. Because yeah. every time I look back at myself, I'm always like, "What was I thinking?" Yeah, so I like, do that. But then I also think like. We're only here for like a little blast in time, and why why are we not dressing more fun? It's because we live in Bath. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nobody dresses fun in Bath. If we lived in London, we'd probably be let go a bit oh, more, wouldn't th- we? There was a woman in Bath the other day warbling, a professional warbler singing a singing some beautiful opera, 
outside the cathedral. It was lovely. We were sitting there having a coffee. She was warbling behind us. I was like, oh, this is nice. I, I turned... wasn't enjoying that warbling. Were you not? No. Well, this is the thing. I wanted to go up to her and say, look, I've got some, I've got some serious tips for you here that's going to that's gonna make you double your tips at least. I reckon triple her tips if she did this. And that's dress in period clothes. Yeah. Like she, was, she, she had purple hair. And she, was just, she looked cool and everything, but she had bright purple hair, like a modern kind of bright sequin top. It was very modern looking. I just felt like saying to her, if you just dressed like you were from like, you know, the the seventeen hundreds. That you kind of Jane triple. Austen yeah. type attire. Yeah, yeah, she would she would make three, three times the amount of money. And so many people would take photographs. You get yeah. loads of money from people taking photographs with her and stuff like that. So I, I wanted to tell her, but I was like, would she just tell me would she not just be like, fuck off? I go don't away. think yeah. I don't think she'd tell you to fuck off, but maybe if you see her again you should suggest it. Maybe should she's not I? thought about that. Could you can 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 I really go over and start mansplaining? A forty one year old start mansplaining to her how to how she should do her job. Well, no, don't mansplain, just say like just this is just an idea. I find man explaining funny gonna... because it basically just means a man explaining something. Yeah, obviously. like it's a bad thing. <laughs> you shouldn't explain anything. I mean, sometimes it is a bad thing. We're let's good be at honest. Explaining. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I. But uh, do you think I should say that to her? Do you think I should go up to her? And, and, What's and... the harm? I mean, you might. I don't it, offend it, it her. It depends how you word it. I think, like, if you weren't, if you didn't go up, acting like you know everything and that yeah, you're, right. you're wanting. Like you think you can do her job better mm. if you just said, "I've I just had an idea that could make you a lot of money." Yeah, and just say it like that. She and might I will be, she only might... tell you it if you give agree to give me twenty percent <laughs> of the extra money you get. <laughs> no, you're right. I should. I maybe do that. I'll do that next time I see. I was gonna. I'm gonna do it, but I'll do it in a try. I'll Isn't try and it be weird delicate when I do it. How like you have these little thoughts or moments with people you don't know, like like that one, like in the street somewhere. And afterwards you think, I wish I'd said that or mm. I wish I'd told them this or whatever. And it's like, you never get that moment back again because they're a stranger and, and you're like, oh, why didn't I say, mm. I don't know, it could be a compliment or it could be like a thank you or something. And then you're like, why didn't I do it? You know, yeah. I had yeah. one of those recently and it was a good one, but I can't remember what it was. But I remember getting home and being like, I should have just said, you know. What, is that when that guy asked you out the other day? No. <laughs> you got asked out, didn't first you? Thing that ha- first time that happened in like, how many years? What did he say? Where's Starbucks? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he needed to work on his chat up line. Where's Starbucks? Oh, I didn't really want to know where Starbucks was. I just wanted to see if he wanted to go out with me. Did you not have your wedding ring on? No, I never wear my wedding ring. Uh, Neither do you. Yeah, but I mean, I just hate wearing it. I just me can't too. Do it. I don't like having jewellery on my hands. Like, mm. And also, I think the main reason I took it off a while ago was because I was trying to learn how to do headstands. And it kept digging into my fingers when I was like interlacing my fingers behind my head and obviously you have like your weight on it and it just hurts so i just mm. took it off i took mine off from cross because i used to do a lot of crossfit and we were lifting a lot of weights and stuff and i just could just kept digging into my finger and yeah. i just ended up taking it off and i was like actually i don't like wearing a ring yeah and also i feel like i don't know i've got to a point i think you're similar where i'm like fuck wearing a wedding <sighs> ring like i'm married i'm not gonna like do mm. anything just because i haven't got a ring on like it's i, I don't know so let's talk about our two stupid. new ideas our two new ideas first let's talk about your idea Hannah, I don't made, have an idea. You, you the other day made I mean, some of, of the like... most delicious granola I've Guanola. ever tasted. <laughs> I've ever tasted in my entire life in my forty-one years. I said forty-two earlier. I'm rounding up forty-one years technically. It's, it's etching close, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to quickly And it was so nice. And I was like, "This is the best granola I've ever tasted." And it was just beautiful. Just it really was nicely good. done. And you know what? I went off piste as well. I had a recipe, but I didn't stick to the recipe. So that was technically my own recipe. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so then we were like, "Yeah, we need to set up a granola business." This is the thing, though, with you and I, is that we uh, tend to like have 
ideas and then we have so many ideas mm. that we end up having like a million different things on the go and mm. not doing any of them like to yeah. the capacity that we could do them with if we just had one really good thing that we were like fulfilling you know yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean but so it's i'm good. a bit I, I feel like a little bit um hesitant hesitant to start another thing because i feel like i'm drowning constantly so you've got that skillshare um thing you've been using recently you've been doing some skillshare stuff on I your have, channel yeah, I love maybe it. there's a skillshare for setting up granola business you should check there's skillshare for everything exactly there's like logo design yeah. artwork mm. everything it's so great i love it mm. it's one of those uh partnerships that i've got that i just genuinely really really love not that i don't genuinely mm. love other ones but like i'm just really really particularly enjoying this one mm. i particularly it's enjoyed the last good. the last one that we did for that bmw for the um x Oh, God, it's mind. an electric oh, car but you're going off piece electric suv oh yeah sorry you're about to but, tell everyone about okay. our latest idea the second which idea is a really exciting idea i really like this i idea. feel like we should just go for it but so i'm scared hannah and i went to london and we went back to clapham and we saw this they had this little we're big massive coffee drinkers we came across this co this cafe right in it's not even a cafe really well no there's no seats in it it's no. just kind of a where you go in and get coffee but it was it was just done perfectly, minimal, stylish, like nice kind of, it almost looked like a micro cement wall, very simple, just looked Yeah, it was like that cool. um, almost like unfinished plaster look on the wall. Yeah. I've got photos of it because I loved the coffee shop so much that I took photos and video. And it was just so simple and it's just really nice. We were like, oh man, a coffee shop like this in Bath would mm. be great. Um, so I've actually just messaged them uh, to say, we're thinking about setting up a coffee shop in Bath, uh, just like yours. Can we, should we do it together? Because I think it'd be better because we don't know. No, fuck, I haven't got a clue how to. I can't even do latte art. Maybe it could be, that could be our age. Well, technically, I'm, I'm uh, trained as a barista. I worked in Starbucks when I was 19 or do you have something. A, do you have a qualification? Do you have to have a qualification? I you don't, don't have know. to, do you? No, but can you say that? I know how trained to make barista. coffee. Like, well. I have to put a sticker somewhere on the cafe. Trained barista. <laughs> I need but, a badge. But I, I need a badge that says I am a barista. My, the exciting part for me would be getting a really good coffee, like Italian-made coffee machine. Yeah. Which were, were and, and actually finally learning latte art so people can stop laughing at my terrible yeah, attempt. Out of really all bad. the things we've done in all the years, the only thing that's really impacted and resonated with people is just like the odd bit of latte art scene I would scenes I would do in our old videos. People still message me about it now. People <laughs> still send back. me latte art. They still send me like pictures just of latte art. Just for context, in case you are new here and you have no clue what Steph's mm. talking about, we um Obviously, we make YouTube videos, have done for years, and Steph had this segment for a few years, wasn't it, where you'd make a coffee in the morning and you'd try to learn how to do that fancy art on the front. And he was really trying. He wasn't trying mm. to be bad. Mm. But every time, it was just awful. Awful. I can, it's I, like I'm, the only thing I've ever seen you fail at. I was though, a barman. To be and fair. I can, I can make shamrocks in Guinnesses. Beautiful shamrocks in Guinnesses. I learned how to do that. So it's not like... I, I, and somebody even came around and did made latte art on our coffee machine so it's definitely something there's some sort of mental block that means i can't do it anyway people still message me about it say that it was a favorite thing about being alive is watching my latte art segments <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous so i'm like i've got to bring this thing i've got to bring it back i will bring it back but maybe i could do it bring it back in the cafe that would maybe that's could be the thing i'm thinking like just terrible latte art could be our thing could be funny oh we'll go into this really nice coffee shop and it'd just be like the shit to make things art. instagrammable these days oh, Steph. You do, don't yeah. you know that yeah my yeah i don't think i ever got taught to do latte art like it wasn't really a thing when i was trained at starbucks so you just put a lid on everything and exactly. then you're good to go and no one really took pictures of their coffees or anything back then so. so do you think we should set up a cafe do you think it's a good idea 
I think we should. Mm. Um, I would love to. I'm scared because I have no idea, like financially, if that's actually even like a viable thing to do. Mm. Um, and it would probably be about two years before you broke even. I reckon. Yeah, and you, we would have to go into work there every day, so it would just kind of take away from the other work that we need to do. But I guess you could take a laptop in and just yeah. sit there while it was quiet and. Yeah. And I'm thinking if we do it with somebody else who knows how to run a cafe, it might help. Yeah. Because we have no idea. Like, but we could learn all of that, though. Yeah, but it's like, just get a business book and read stuff, the you know, business you have to book. You buy coffee beans and knowing how much to buy. And then you have to buy cups and knowing all that kind of stuff. And then, like, doing all this. like oh, Trial and God. error, though. Like, it's like anything, though. You're never going to be good at something when you first go into it. Mm. You have to learn as you go. And that's the scary bit. And that's the bit that you need to tip over, the fear bit, where you're like, but what if it goes wrong? What if this happens? Blah, blah, you blah. And you need to, you need to just plow through mm. and be like... You have to plow through. Head down, plow through. I'm doing it. And if it fails, then it fails. There's so if many, it doesn't there's so fail, so that's many great. reasons in life why you shouldn't do things. There's so mm. many reasons that you'll give yourself, oh, I shouldn't do that because mm. I don't know enough about it. I don't know this. I don't know that. What I learned after going into the big wide world at like eight, 18 or whatever with no qualifications was that you just have to do shit. Like you just have to just say you can do it and then learn. Like the amount of jobs I've taken being like, yeah, I know what I'm doing and then have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. You're a very quick learner though. You are very quick at learning and you also tend to annoyingly be really good at everything you do mm. apart from latte art. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> but we can work on that. Yeah, I, I was going to talk to you about this actually. The, the, this is one of the problems that I'm finding with Instagram right now is that when you follow people who are very good at the things that you like, so say like visual artists and stuff well, it like makes that, you feel shit. you're always seeing stuff that is just the best because the yeah. stuff that you're like, wow, that person's amazing. I'm going to follow them. So then you end up having a stream of people who are just much better than you at stuff. And you're like, oh no, now I've just created this like no, this you've got feed to flip of people that. who are like much better than me no, at everything. No, you just have to flip that and use it as inspiration. Mm. Use it as inspiration to be, you're all on a different journey anyway. So it's like, you can't honestly comparison is just the thief of joy it really mm. is and we live in a world where it's just constantly available to compare yourself to people halfway across the world so yeah i don't know i think it's very unhealthy but it's hard not to do it and it's hard not like it's hard to let that not stop you from like doing the things mm. that you want to do because you're never going to be as good as bloody blah, blah who's doing it you know yeah i always see guys who i'm like he's cooler than me and I'm like, but do you want to be that cool? I'm like, yeah, I want to be that cool. <laughs> well, you got to stop being, and I tell, then I start having this conversation in my head a little bit. Like, you got to stop doing stuff like that, Steph, if you want to be cool. You got to stop trying to be funny because that person doesn't try and be funny. And that's why he's probably cool. Are <laughs> you talking about our friend Marcel, who's like really cool? No, he's just one of the many cool people he's I know. He's just so cool. He like oozes it out of his paws. And I'm like, why are you so cool? No, there's, and like, there's, there's like you know, when you hang out with him, and you're like, we're not cool enough to hang out with you. Why do you like us? I would love to know what makes somebody cool. And it's kind of like knowing when to speak and knowing like how to hold yourself and knowing how to react to stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? A real control of yourself, like being able to control your output. So like, for instance, somebody makes you laugh. You don't sort of like just howl with laughter i love howling with laughter though that's like the best thing yeah, ever if I, when you if, laugh if so hard imagine, that like your stomach hurts if and i was you feel to like imagine a, a cool person you'd barely even hear them like howl with laughter it'd be like really discreet yeah that's boring though yeah but that's to me what a cool person is i want just... i want someone that cackles like proper cackles you know yeah yeah i can't do that because i just look like a horse <laughs> so i've got to be really careful with how much i laugh anyway yeah so we're thinking of uh potentially collaborating and Opening I mean, we haven't even spoken to them yet. I just basically DM them saying, can shop. we work together? No, like, but yeah, it's like, like you and I have always said, like, we'd love to have a little coffee shop. Mm. Um, 
and I feel like we're at that point in our lives and in our careers where we're like okay thinking about what potentially might be next yeah and yeah I think it just feels like it could be the right moment to do it who knows yeah but it's taking that leap it's taking that leap and getting over the fear and just doing it and being scared and doing it anyway you know exactly that but I think there's so many shops in Bath now 40% of them are shut down so Mm. but there's so many coffee shops but we don't have like a favorite coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. Or we did, but they don't let dogs upstairs apparently. So now we can't go there. You hate them for that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I'm like, why? How All coffee you? shops let dogs in. What the oh, hell? Dogs are cleaner than most humans. Why aren't they? Why aren't yeah, they and they're more enjoyable company than most humans. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cuter than most humans. Yeah. Um, no, I think we should do it. I think we should. I think we should do it. But it's just another thing that we should do. And how much time? We've got to find out. We've got to basically figure out a pros and cons list like we did to, yeah. move, to move to Bath. I think All the things that it's like, A, con how much is going to cost yeah i think financially that's back. probably going to be the the biggest thing mm. which is frustrating because it's like something you want to do but then the financial side of it either stops you from doing you it or get, holds you, you back a for a bit loan. You get a yeah loan. get more loans it's fine yeah <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> die on, anyway exactly and i think in i France, really like that reel that's going around i don't know if you've seen it where it's like a girl narration and she's saying um one day, no one's going to, you're going to die and no one's going to remember you anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, I think in France, but I could be completely wrong here and just being an idiot, but I can't imagine I just make this up on the spot. But uh, in France, your your descendants inherit your debt. Yeah. I don't know if that's how true that is. I don't know. I've not had that. I, you... I was really scared when my mum got ill that that was going to happen to me. Like no one came around and told us like what happened financially mm. or anything. I didn't even know what the state of her finances were. Mm. All I knew is that she bought a bloody Lambretta about a year before she died. When she got the diagnosis. <laughs> because she She's knew like, that oh, she well. was going to die. Yeah. So she was like, fuck it. I'm getting a Lambretta yeah. and a sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> Good on her. Yeah. Go out in style. But I was like, fuck, am I going to be paying for your Lambretta? And I was working in like a shop at the time. I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, luckily that doesn't happen over here. But- oh, on that note, on the death note, <laughs> um, I listened to a really nice podcast just to mention because quite a lot of people, my mum passed away 12 years ago. And over the course of my like career online, so many people kind of ask me how to navigate that and and people feel really lost and people tell me their stories all the time and stuff. And even after 12 years, I still feel, sometimes feel like I don't know what advice to give or how like what how to navigate somebody through that and I listened to a podcast this morning it was a fan cotton happy place podcast with a lady called Minnie Driver and she talked about it in kind of splices throughout the podcast but she articulated it so beautifully that I just wanted to direct people over there who may want some direction with that you could probably find someone on Skillshare you probably could, but it was a really nice, mm. it was a really comforting podcast. Mm. And what did she say? Some of in the ideas were you... like quite out there. Well, she was talking about how the energy that she was there for when her mum died was really similar to the energy, weirdly, of when her child was born, because it's all stripped back. And that place between where you go when you die and where you are when you're first born, it's like, we don't know anything about that, you know, like before you get created and after you get created, depending on what you believe. It's like she just was talk- she articulated it so much better than me. Mm. Um, but it was just a really nice way of looking at it. And yeah, I, j- I found it beneficial to listen to somebody talk about it like that 
12 years later mm. so i just wanted to put it out there in case um anybody needed some okay. comfort i would put that in the show notes yeah it was a really nice episode sometimes people just know how to nail it and talk about it don't they yeah yeah and and she just yeah it. she just said exactly how i would want to be able to articulate it mm. you know sometimes it's difficult when somebody talks when people ask you about it because they're kind of coming to you as in like how can you what could you say that could sort of take this pain away slightly mm. for me and it's very difficult because there isn't really anything that you can say to mm -mm. take the pain away there's nothing there to say like that uh, some people can though i think some people are good at kind of distracting you from the pain or they know how to kind of put you on the right path to to, to navigate the pain mm. uh but there is no kind of quick like no answer and it's, to it, i think there? the thing as well is that grief is so not linear mm. like it's it, it's just not some months or years you might feel fine and then all of a sudden it's like bam and something hits you or something reminds you and it's and then it's hard again so mm. it's it's a tricky thing to really talk about i think yeah you know so uh, one of our podcasts that i want to do in the next uh week or so is i, I asked a while ago uh people to ask us questions just like no holds barred ask us anything you want oh god um, yeah <laughs> i know uh, <laughs> why have you done this <laughs> uh, but i think oh, we should do it. i think there's a lot of things that we are we should talk about and we're at the time when we can talk about yeah. them i feel a bit like i feel like this with youtube as well where i feel like over the last few years i share less and less and less because i'm scared mm. i'm scared to say something wrong i'm scared to upset people i I almost feel like I can't cope with that thought of, of upsetting people, you know? And it's like easier just to not show so much personality than it is mm. to offend people, you know? You, you've always been very good at that though. Not really. You know, the one thing that, the one thing that always surprises my friends about what we do, they're like, how have you not, how have you not been canceled? How have people like, have you not outraged people yet? But it seems to be, we've somehow navigated it. The, 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 the thing I always find is that like, there's a line and, you we like have, to dance on the line. You have to be very <laughs> hyper aware of where that line is. Yeah. Because the line really is like, that's that's your friends are the people that you know who oscillate on that line and they go over it. But you know it comes from a good place, but mm. they just they, they just sort of oscillate over over the line. Whereas if you're not anywhere near the line, then people are just like, this person's boring, they're not really saying anything. They're just a drone. But then if you're too far over the other side of the line, people are like, oh, this is too much. Yeah, and I think <laughs> so that's sometimes where, where I go. feel frustrated though is because I feel like some things I do want to talk about, but I, I don't, it's like, you can't make mistakes anymore publicly. Like you can't, you can't publicly get something wrong and learn from it. You have to be right all the time, you know, mm. otherwise you just get attacked. And I, I feel sad about that. I'm like, where's the conversations around everything rather than everybody just arguing all the time, you know? I feel like a lot of the comedians out there, it's like, there was a funny, a funny post somebody put out the other day saying, Ricky Gervais has starved to death because all, because all the low hanging fruit has burnt or something like that. <laughs> because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of people who will try to be provocative or try to say provocative things, not because it's funny, but because the anger that it causes they see as being funny or the frustration or the annoyance. Like they'll say something almost and people will laugh, not at that actual joke, but at the fact it will piss people off. And I'm like, that's kind of, that's, uh, it doesn't seem like, surely you should, you should try a bit harder than that because you're, the actual joke itself is just about trying to antagonize people more than it is 
trying to be funny or trying to come up with you know who my worst comedian at the moment is jimmy carr i had to send my friends just like one of a clip of his bloody um of his stand-up the other day just look how bad this is because it's all just like you know like i just find it so awful it's terrible it's very rare for me to find a comedian that i actually think is funny very rare i'm gonna put put on um, i um i like that one lady though what's she called kath bum is her instagram account what's her actual name kathy catherine something oh yeah i I know what i mean yeah i know she's really funny yeah um i'm gonna gonna play i just don't find like um really crude jokes funny i just don't find that funny i just find them crude so i think my sense of my sense of humor is really dark as well and i feel like lots of comedians just play it safe with the crude jokes you know or like the political jokes or yeah and i'm just that's just not really the type of stuff that i find funny listen to this hang on great to be with you here this evening i'll tell you why it's great to be here we're drinking my friends in the last chance saloon what i'm saying on stage tonight is barely acceptable now (sighs) in 10 years time fucking forget about it you're going to be able to tell your grandchildren about seeing this show you will say i saw a man and he stood on stage and he made light of serious situations We used to call them jokes. And people would laugh. Anyway, it's it's that kind of um, and listen to this. Let's see how bad these jokes are. Because he goes on about, oh, my jokes are really offensive, and you're like, okay, what are you going to say then, Mister Offensive Boy? And then listen to the state of this. Go on, here we go. Shut up. People say the best things in life are free, but those people have clearly never had sex. See, it's like crude stuff like that where I'm like, it's just so not funny. I like it when the girl puts the condom on for you. But I was asked to leave the pharmacy. Oh, you know that? Like, I was asked to leave the pharmacy. Oh, oh, so you're in the pharmacy when you try to... Oh, it's just... Oh, come on. It's just like... It just seems, oh, I don't know, it's like... Oh, uh, Too basic, yeah. I don't know, I just can't stand that type of stuff, you know. I just wish people wouldn't, st- I wish people wouldn't try, like, to be provocative in their in their humour. It's like, it's just, it just seems a bit trite now. It it's like, come on, try some harder. people, though. Some people find that funny. It's just, your taste is different. Yeah, I think people who are frustrated by things find it funny, because they, I suppose they see it as, like, a vent. Oh, I've got a surprise for you tonight. Oh, I like the sound of that. You're not going to like it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I uh, I've ordered. It's, it's not a kinky thing, but How I've much? ordered some mouth tape. Oh Christ! So we're gonna tape yeah. our mouths shut tonight. Yeah, that could be. That could be a kinky thing. <laughs> it could be if you wanted it to be. <laughs> it is it what you make it. Yeah, let's give it a go. Let's try it. Um, okay, so we're gonna gag each other. I saw somebody doing this online. About a year ago, and I remember thinking how creepy and weird an alternative it was and thinking, why the fuck would you do that? And then I started reading this book about breathing. I've been reading lots of like science-based books at the moment, which I never thought would be like interesting to me. But I think I've just found the right tone of author when it comes to like science like at school when you have all those textbooks and shit, mm. it's like it's just not interesting, is it? Well, it's interesting to some people, but wasn't to me. Whereas I think when there's like a little bit of personality interjected mm. into it, it makes it like more palatable. Um, so I've been reading this book called Breath by James Nestor. And 
he basically goes like really deep into everything every aspect of breathing and uh the benefits of breathing through your nose instead of breathing through your mouth and like lengths of breath and how you should be breathing and they've done like long-term studies and studies on like different cultures and stuff and it's so interesting and there's so many health benefits to keeping your mouth closed at night that I'm like why wouldn't I do that like I've read I've read I'm halfway through now I think and I'm like why wouldn't I do this you know the benefits outweigh the cons like what's the con just putting a bit of tape on your mouth before you go to sleep that's it Mm. but I don't know do you sleep with your mouth open? it stops you you from snoring as well And mm. also, did you know this? This is What's crazy. What's it called? Tape? Is it called taping or something? Mouth taping. Mouth taping. But it changes the shape of your face if you uh, breathe through your mouth too much. I mean, they, does it though? Really? Well, you need to read the book, I think. Yeah, but just because something's written in a book doesn't mean it's true. I mean, I can't imagine like it would change. The you're n- just annoyed because you're a mouth breather. Don't fucking call me a mouth breather. <laughs> you are a mouth I'm breather. Not a mouth I love breather. it in Stranger Things. Mouth breather is like a really big I'm not insult. A mouth you are a mouth I'm breather. I'm not a mouth breather. I you always are. You never breathe through your nose. I about seventy percent of the time I'm now I'm nose breathing. In when the I'm day, working out, yeah. In when the I'm day. working out, I have to incorporate the mouth. No, in the night you're a mouth breather. Sometimes I all breathe. the time. No, oh, shut up. No, don't <laughs> call me a mouth breather. It's like the worst thing you can call me. You just imagine this kind of slack jawed, like slack jawed Joe, like. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, shut up, man. Anyway, we're solving that problem tonight, my friend. I think you mentioned taping up my mouth and a, a few months ago, and I was like, "Go fuck yourself." I'm not taping up my mouth like some sort of some like beaten beaten husband, like just going to be there like in my taped up mouth because my wife doesn't like me breathing. <laughs> and then you were like, "Oh, well, I'm going to do it," and I was like, "Well, if you do it, then I'll try it," because I I do think it's better to breathe through your nose and your mouth. I do agree, but I don't think it changes the shape of your face. But what if you it changes your shape face for the worse? What if you're, what no, if you're good looking? Like then? People that breathe through their, only through their mouths have straighter teeth and more symmetrical faces. Who breathe only through their mouths, yeah. you said? Yeah. Straighter uh, teeth? Th- through their nose, sorry. Yeah. You mm. need to read the book. It's so interesting. I mm. think you'd really like it. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I've got a million books I'm trying to bloody read at the moment. I know. I'm reading about three or four <sighs> at the same time. I can't keep up with them. I wish somebody oh, just really? feed them into my brain. My um, Neil, my friend Neil, he always just listens to that. He does audio books. I, I can't really get on board with them as much as I can. No, do you know what? I can get on board with them if I like the sound of the narrator's voice, but there's very few voices that I could listen to for like six hours. I I would like to do voiceover work, you know. I would really like to do that. I think you'd be good at it. I, re- I would. I've got quite a, it's got a beautiful sort of baritone voice. He's perfect still modest. Per- perfect inflections. As you're as you're witnessing right now, no, but I would like to do it. I, re- I really would. You should. But I don't know what you do. For, how do you do that? How do you suddenly become a voiceover um, artist? Well, I guess you have to apply. Maybe a skill Skillshare. <laughs> how to set up a voiceover Stop. artist career? <laughs> get yourself a little website. <laughs> yeah, get yourself a little website. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually doing all of our rebranding at the moment because I'm like, God, I've got all these bloody things going on that I need to consolidate them all into one site where we can just say, okay, well, this is all the shit. We're I doing. love that stuff that you like. I've got like 17 projects going on, so I'm not going to do any of them, and I'm going to set up a website instead. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually That's got two you. different websites I need to set up right now. Um, so yeah, I've got quite a bit of stuff going on, but it's good. I think it's good to keep busy and keep across, you know, doing lots of things across the board. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot to be said for just focusing on one thing, but then... I, I know. know, I wish I had that one thing. What, the one thing that you absolutely passionately loved? I do, I suppose, video production. I like doing that, but you need things to support. You need to do other things to support that passion. 
I, th- I reckon. Anyway, yeah. what are you into these days? What we what recommendations we've we got? We've just finished Stranger, um, new series oh, of Stranger Things. Watched Stranger Things and I miss it. But I am actually halfway through the second season watching uh, Stranger Things with our son, our eldest son. And the first season was by far the best season. The first season was the best one. It mm. was the I feel like it had the most authentic tone um and the costumes and the music and everything. I do I did really enjoy this this fourth season but i don't know why they stopped where they stopped apparently they're releasing another two episodes um in a few weeks oh okay yeah um i I don't know why they released it without the last two episodes i think they made a mistake of not killing that character what was her name oh yeah um oh what's her name max they should have killed max she should be dead yeah they should have killed her but i'm glad they didn't because she's probably my favorite character yeah i like her but that's why because she's she's a great actress i'd say she's like the strong in this season i think she's the strongest actress but that's what i loved about game of thrones nobody was sacred they just killed everyone and and the thing is what's game of thrones game of thrones ruined me for that because i have never since or before hated a a, like a bad guy as much as i hated joffrey i i couldn't even barely watch him i hated him so much (laughs) he was such a good baddie he was such a wheezy little baddie i just i just wanted to kill him I was like, I, I honestly like, he, I just my skin crawled whenever yeah. I saw him. I was like, you've made it such a perfect. I don't know baddie. the actor's name, he but just, he, he, yeah, nailed he nailed that. that. God, he was great. Um, so yeah, he's he's just one of those people. It's important, I think, for a series to to try and create somebody that you really want yeah. to die. I think also it's just you rarely get it in a in a series where they're that committed to delivering a great storyline that they will kill. Mm. off characters who are really strong and that they know bring people back mm. they'll do it because of that like that shock value mm. one of the first scenes where they just killed sean bean straight to cut off his head in game of thrones you're like what he was like one of the main one of the main characters and you just killed him and then before after that you just gripped because you were like yeah you, yeah you could kill anyone and i i'd I, I never i don't yeah so i think they they should have killed max and they, they, they especially they, they did that like spoiler here but they did like when she was being suspended by that like mm. spirit thing they did this whole like montage of her over the years and it was a really gorgeous little montage. Mm. Like it made you feel a little bit emotional and then they bloody didn't kill her. But that's, but I think they did that purposely to make you think they're going to kill her her because why else would they do this montage? But then they didn't. But then I just think, yeah. So it's one of those things where I'd watch it and I'd be like, this is really naff. But then at the same time, it's really good. It's like a dark comedy horror. So it's like it's, if you t- if you d- it doesn't take itself too seriously, which is good, and it's very self-referential. But it, but that's what I quite liked about it is it was just very self-deprecating mm. and very self-aware, uh, even though it was very kitsch and naff at times and a bit like oh some scenes were difficult to watch. They were so cheesy, but it just it didn't it kind of was unashamed about it. It's and that's what's so good about it. I love all the eighties like decor and costumes and the girls having perms mm. and like i just love outfits are that, crazy aren't they like era is just so cool to to see it being done that well in a modern time is yeah. so cool i'm like imagine how fun it would be to be like the set designer mm. on that and have to source all of these like old 80s telephones and like radios and like couches yeah. and it'd be so much fun maybe that's what i should do it probably wouldn't be that fun. It would probably be quite stressful. Do a skill show on it. Oh, is, is there any Someone mileage please left? Please help me. This is, is why I'm not wearing my. Uh, this is why I'm not wearing my wedding ring. But <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> I'm joking. Get that tape on. 
yeah, I'm going to tape your mouth shut later <laughs> so you can shut up. <laughs> right then. I suppose I've got to go and do some stuff now, uh, like building websites dokey. and stuff and set up a coffee fucking cafe yeah. and shit. Yeah, if, uh, if we do set up our coffee shop. Let me see if he's DM me back. Please now. come. <laughs> Please come nice? and get some coffee with us. I'd like that if we could meet people. Yeah, it would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. As long as we didn't oh, hang do around too long. you know what we long. should do in the coffee shop? <laughs> we should always have like a little... Um, like a lending library, you know, where you put, just put books when you finish with them and people can just come and like no, be take horrible. them and borrow them and leave books of their no, own. No, that would end up being like a junk. No. Um, tomorrow, <laughs> if they want to have Steph. a chat with us. Um, cool. Should we have a chat with them tomorrow about it? Amazing. Right. We don't need to organise this on here. Thank you so much for okay. listening. Um, hopefully you made it to the end of our ramble our pointless ramble <laughs> yeah thanks very much there's for never any direction on here i feel like there should be but i don't know if we'll ever change no let's just keep it like this <laughs> keep it natural anyway let's go let's go and have another chat in a, in a week or so thanks very much i really enjoyed this conversation das that i rage i've got i'm turning to west country boy now you aren't are. I? Das. i'm gonna take that mouth shut <laughs> <laughs> should do a skill show on taping oh what's sorry there's, there's definitely no mileage in this it's just right. spluttering now okay right bye everyone take bye, care bye guys Oh, wrong one.